0: Love, Hope,
1: Radio Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader. Along with Annette, a high priestess, and psychic reader. The unexplained world is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. So enjoy. Welcome to the September 26th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Ed Shannon that's
2: and my
1: good friend, and living out there in the woods, Annette. Hello, Annette.
2: <laughs> Hi, Ed. I'm fine. How are you tonight?
1: I'm doing fine. good. How about you, kid?
2: Good, good. Just, uh, you know, like you said, out here in my woods, <laughs> up on the moon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We, uh, we were just discussing Sunday's free. I am definitely going to, I man, all right, we are definitely going to have to sit down and, uh, yeah, right, at. It. Uh, what I want to do is create a little video with the history of Diana the Dunes with you. So, uh, oh, that would be good. That needs to, mm-hmm. to be on the video, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And, uh. November won't be too cold, will it? <laughs> out on the lake? Oh no, it'll be
2: tropical. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: At least it won't as be. Crowded.
2: cough, but uh, a Winter cough already, good heavens.
1: At least it won't be crowded, you know. So, but uh, <laughs> that's true. No beach blankets to trip over. Hey, speaking of out in the lake and dunes and the woods and all that, we just say the harvest moon. Um, what? does it mean for a pig and for those who may be listening that aren't?
2: Well, Ed, you know, we call this the barley moon, and for a good reason. You know, this is a time of harvest, and when you say the barley moon, you're talking about bringing in the grains. And, you know, in ancient times before, you know, farm machinery, um, it was you could really use the light of the moon to try to get ahead and finish up your harvest. Um, depending upon where the moon fell in the month But mm-hmm. that would be a little extra light to see by While you're out there, you know, cutting sheaves and so forth um, The barley moon also um, kind of corresponds Or it does with Maybon, Which is the first day of autumn The autumnal equinox just passed here on the 21st And uh, now we're into fall officially uh, this is a time now when pagans and ancestors alike would start gathering in um, and you start feeling those changes of the weather. Um, the animals feel the changes. I know my my laying hens. one of my girls has already started to every other day give me an egg as opposed to her normal every day. Mm, so, okay. um This is a time when everybody's got to start thinking of bringing in their last, from the garden, I'm doing all my canning right now, so there's all that going on, and spiritually, it's a time when we begin to start thinking about, there's going to be less physical activity for us, because we'll be, you know, in the house, keeping warm by the fire, etc.,
0: mm-hmm.
2: So we, have, we use this time, we Wiccans, Pagans, etc., to strengthen ourselves spiritually, Kind of prepare. You know, you get a little stir-crazy cabin fever in the wintertime. If you're well-prepared spiritually, you can kind of send that off easier. You know, if you kind of know ahead of time, oh, let's not make this year be a surprise that we're going to have to be studying for so long. Let's plan ahead. So there's a lot of trying to cast off things that are negative so that we free Mm -hmm. our minds for only positive energies and a time, too, for setting goals. For um, you know things that we want to see happen for us over the next year, so it's a little bit of a New Year's uh, of a New Year type of a thing because you're even though we're not calling it the New Year, It's start you know you're setting yourself up for what is to come. Oh, once again, a hard time. You know yeah. the winter is always the hard time of the year for people. And, you so know,
0: you could all of being, us in,
1: by being in and everything. Basically, what you're saying is a good time to. Emotionally and mentally recharge. And yeah.
2: Prepare yourself for the long days, long nights ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and try to gather. You're recharging. You know, you're filling up your batteries. The more start to come in spring. That's when you really get supercharged. But don't you just feel like right now, like is a time of gathering and storing, and you know, everybody's already starting to think about the snow, even though we haven't seen any. You know, you know it's coming.
1: So just well, instinctually, like, you're prepping. Like I- Like I told you earlier last night, or yeah, last night where we had the overnighter at the uh, haunted farm. And the guy's a farmer. And they were out there already. They're three weeks ahead of time as far as the crop being done. And I asked him, I said, does that mean there's going to be an earlier winter? And he says, the old timers. Okay. Now, they got to be real old because he's around 50s. You know, he's around my age. So, um, as the old-timers are saying, yeah, there will be, be an earlier winter and um, a cold winter. So, uh,
2: yeah, you know, I didn't have a farmer's almanac this year, but I bet it rings true with the farmer's almanac also. You know, and when you've been doing things like planting and harvesting and working with livestock and, you know, being very outdoorsy, Uh, Some of us, just with our day-to-day work, we don't have an opportunity to do that. But when you've been doing that for a couple, two, three, four, five years, even as young, you know, with experience as that, you start to know. You start to feel. You see signs when the green beans start to go to, you know, to dry for seed earlier than normal or the radishes Mm -hmm. go to, you know, there's just different things that you can say, oh, look at that plant already preparing before I even thought of it, or look at that animal you know, there's so much. Even a simple thing like your dog loses all his hair yeah. to get his winter coat. You know,
0: uh-huh. you feel yeah. that
2: thickening up. I, I was yeah. out with um my sweet cousin Mary a couple weeks ago, and she has horses on her property, and she okay. even said, "Check this out: the horse already um doesn't have his winter coat in." So okay. she was thinking that that meant that the winter wouldn't be harsh. Okay. So there's different things you can look at now. When it's all assembled, we'll let, you know, we'll let the story unfold whether it's going to be a harsh winter or not in reality. But, mm-hmm. you know, you start to see these signs of the changing of
1: the seasons, and, you you know, you know. So. Yeah. Well, the farmers, by what you know, they haunted farm, he was saying that they're they're pretty pleased with this year, um, God, the God. amount of rain helps and everything. Um, and for the you know, I learned little things like, you know, you look at them stalks and of the corn and, City folk like me think, ah, oh, this stuff no good. No, when everything's dead, that's when it's ready. And it's like, Wow, okay. That was new on me. And um Yeah, interesting, those short times we've been up there, you know, asking yeah, questions that, and all Yeah, that. The
2: raccoons the raccoons didn't bother the corn in my garden until it was mm-hmm. all brown and dried out and that's when they went for the last years that were out, you know? Yeah. Didn't yeah. touch it otherwise, but they knew that's the choicest time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love them to eat well, them at the same time. Well, talking back about the you know putting food away, and that the squirrels have actually been very uh, because there's some tree next door to us that has some type of nuts, and um, they you see the shells are all all popped open on the street. I know. sorry we a buckeye? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're already preparing. So. I'll take an early early winter, keep it around thirty four, thirty five, thirty seven degrees, I'm happy. We get to twenty oh, below yeah. zero, ten below zero, no, I'm not happy.
2: So No, none of us want that. That's just darn no. dangerous.
1: Yeah. So
2: But what, if you uh, start prep preparing now, you know, next month in October will be the blood moon. And that foretells of a time when you took what was extra of your livestock and you slaughtered it and preserved that meat. For the coming winter, okay, so you know that all these moons are named for the season that they speak of and the things that you do you know
1: to prepare yourself for winter okay interesting interesting yeah. i got I got a question for or I gotta close out throw out some information I'm a little tongue tied tonight folks uh we I had an overnight or paranormal night that it is harm. Seance, ran two and a half hours Got done at like 5.30 in the morning So it's been uh, this morning So Just bear with my tongue um, the, uh, <laughs> You inter- might speak
2: in tongues, won't
1: you? <laughs> yeah If I do that, then uh, we got problems Took something home home last me No, night. no, we um, got a good
2: show <laughs> I know you won't fake it So if it really
1: happens Oh, it's big yeah. <laughs> We We uh, and that uh, I was a little shocked about. Uh, you know, I asked uh, I asked a farmer. I said, "How do you guys manage to get all this corn in a perfect line and everything?" Do you know the stuff they use now is equipment, which is about four hundred thousand dollars. Oh a yeah. Yeah, it's all ran by GPS and everything, and it's all done by computer. And the guy just, the farmer just sits in it to make sure everything stays calibrated. And he don't even touch the steering wheel.
0: Wow!
2: Wow! Now it's, a, yeah. it's you know that's a blessing and a curse for the poor farmer because yeah he has some awesome state of the art equipment to use mm-hmm. for reasons just like what you explained. However, the drawback is how does he make four hundred thousand dollars on corn? Do you know what I mean? Awesome. Well, you, so, you know poor what poor people you know they mortgage their their houses. That's how people lose their farms because the machinery is awesome. But it's yeah. too expensive, and it's hard to raise a crop. It's just to pay back your machinery, let alone keep your family fed and your mortgage paid. So, uh,
1: well, ours. the one thing the one thing a lot of people don't realize is the prices of corn is based on futures, yeah. and um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was talking about it's like a five fifty a bushel right now. Yeah. But the one person that he knows. Got in it for something a bushel. Now if it drops down to three, then they're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? The farmers yeah. in trouble. So yeah. um, it's interesting. There's there's a mega business thing about
2: it.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: that it's like you know, wow. and there's
2: so much going on with and without the government, and with and without support yeah. of a community that knows or does, is not educated about the farmer. Mm-hmm. People need to, people need to be more active. With, their, with the intelligence they have about their food source. You know, right yeah. now I'm really trying to put things away to prepare myself. So if we have, oh, you know, lack of work, let's say,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm not going to go into the poorhouse in a bad yeah. month because yeah. I have to charge my groceries and I can't pay for it when we come out of it, you know, on that yeah. uh, downtime. So yeah. there's so much that you can do. It just look ahead, you know, homestead Google the word homestead and people if you just would look and just kinda even start thinking about it. Take a baby step of thinking about if you can't grow your own, how to preserve, how to reserve. My new slogan is, you know, be ready, resolve to be ready and reserve. You know, have mm-hmm. stuff. don't have to hoard food, but have it ready in case of a personal problem or a national problem or a city problem. You know, what do you do if you lose power for three months, like we've heard some of these, you know, Katrina yeah. in Houston? What do you do? You yeah. know, for three yeah. months you don't have any power. How do you live if, yeah. you, don't, if you can't leave your house? Or you and if you, don't have it,
1: Burger, if you don't have it Burger King or McDonald's, is not going to have it either. So <laughs> There's, there ain't no yeah. out there either. Yeah. So. You know, but, I know, uh, hey,
2: Burger King, if something <laughs> across the country happens, you're not going to see too much food at Burger King and McDonald's either. You
1: know? No, no, no. Everybody's no. gonna have a
2: problem. You know, no, maybe not initially because they have a lot of stuff put in the freezer. But mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was interesting to hear him talk and you know, here's a person he says one of the things that, you know, really blows his mind is when they start talking about farmers and somebody that don't know nothing about farming or anything says why buy my food at the store, <laughs> and it does shocks these guys at times he says when he hears that, because how do you think the stuff gets to the store? you know <laughs> so um yeah, people does, yeah, people really got it would be actually interesting to for probably for people to learn what these people go through and how they survive. Nothing is based on a guarantee with these farmers at all, uh, no. from price to you know they may plant. The seed in April, May, you know, and they're looking at, wow, it's, let's say the corn, it's six dollars a bushel. Come the time yeah. it comes to harvest, if it's three bucks, you're going know, to have some people hurting big time. And yeah. uh, then it becomes, is it even worse, the effort to, you know, take it down to the, you know, do whatever they have to do? So because you see well, a lot that's of that's so
2: true, and we and we're counting on our farmers. We're mm-hmm. crying out loud, because we want to see local business do well. Yeah. We're counting on those farmers to give us food. Hello, everybody who doesn't grow their own.
0: You know, well, this, this,
1: ain't, this <laughs> ain't the farm, know.
2: If every farmer goes out.
1: This ain't just local. These are, you know, we're talking hundreds of acres, and uh, it's not just local. I mean, the stuff that he has grown on his land was well, to feed the animals, not even the humans. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, well, if you can't animals. feed the animals <laughs> guess what? It's a downhill spiral. You know. But um uh, Yeah. yeah so. All right, what did we we had guests on last week that um are doing a fundraiser. And there oh, are yeah, many,
2: my friend yeah. Drew Thomas, that's right. And also our pinky friend Binky the zombie was with us. Mm
1: hmm. And he does
2: out there at the uh, Shotgun Manor is also for charity. Yeah, and, and
1: they're going to you know, be...
2: uh, October twenty third is when they're doing their zombie march.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is a full moon.
2: Right. Ooh. Ooh. They want to go to uh, shotgunmanor dot com to find out more yeah. information about that.
1: Uh huh.
2: And then yeah. the Haunted Hustle five k run and fun walk or zombie walk I should say will be on October. 24th, um, in Portage, Indiana, at Imagination Glen. It starts at 10 a.m. Uh, the admission price is $20, and, again, that's for charity, for the new school, the charter school area, the public school. That will go towards the PAC, which is the Parents Advisory Commission, like a PTO or a PTA, same idea. Parents
0: mm-hmm.
2: work together, the parent council. Um, so that will help us. You know, get some stuff, new, some cool books and text. And we're hoping for a playground and put in some new trails there. You know,
1: and not the is is Environmental. None of, none of that is cheap, is it? Doesn't, no, it's very just, expensive. This <laughs> <laughs> what a playground is. This playground
2: deep. alone could cost $50,000 for something simple, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: It's, it's silly how expensive it is, actually, but, you know you got to have those safety ratings and know those companies are doing the right kind of manufacturing to make it safe for your kids, so you pay $20. Mm-hmm. Now, is that going to have but, the, uh,
1: um, the playground equipment?
2: Well, also. PAC can do whatever they like with the money that's raised from 5K. Okay. You know, Drew Thomas from Bluebird Tattoo, and you can find more information and a form that you can mail in with your uh, check. It's $18 if you pre-register by October 11th, I believe, and $20 Mm -hmm. if you register the day of the race. They asked you to get there, you know, try to be there before 930 just so you can register. And um, you're guaranteed a cool T-shirt, a race T-shirt if you sign up ahead of time. Um, I'll be out there. I'm going to be dressed as an awesome zombie. My whole family, a bunch of my friends, we're all going to dress up as zombies. We're going to be out there <laughs> lurching along with our brains and our hands, you know. <laughs>
1: you're going to run or you're going to of I'm really
2: excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> cool, <laughs>
1: cool, cool. And is there going to be an after-party type of thing? Do you know of or?
2: Well, what they'll do is, you know, when you finish the race, aka the walk, um, <clears throat> there's always lots of goodies. You know, they want to make sure everybody's blood sugar is up and their electrolytes are um, not decreased too badly before they, you know, let you just drive off and finish the rest of your day. But um, it's really like three and a half miles, I believe, or close to that. It's 5K, but it's just a little over three miles to hike <laughs> or, or jog. Yeah, but there will be lots of food at the end and, you know, everybody will be there. It, I'm sure it's going to turn into a, a little bit of a party at the park there because – Yeah. We all are going to have to be costumed, you know. A lot yeah, of us are. Yeah. A lot of us are coming as zombies, so it's just. Oh, I'm just excited. I got my boys yep. convinced that they should put their face paint on for the first time ever. They're both anti face paint, but to be a zombie, they're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: cool. That's cool. Um, we okay. Annette's in Indiana, and she's um, she's also a reader, as we said in the past. And if anybody's interested in house parties, stuff like that, uh, Annette has 20 years of experience behind her. She can do readings in the round, um, which is enjoyable. And that's basically... A lot of fun. (laughs) It's really fun. Yeah, there ain't no hiding behind a closed door and telling Marge about past, present, and future, and her walking out and, you know, just saying what she says. Basically, Annette puts herself on the line, as I do, too, when we do this in front of everybody. And uh, you have yeah, to have pretty good confidence in yourself and be pretty good, damn good to uh, be willing to do that. And um, it's very enjoyable. I do it. We also do it together as partners for bigger parties or public locations. And um, basically we're kind of looking ahead for uh, New Year's Eve would be kind of neat to do something like that. I think it would be cool. Yeah, um uh,
2: holidays are a good time. People have you know there are company parties and
0: mm-hmm.
1: big events for the new Year's family of oh, really? gathering, yeah parties well, because be it don't have to be a reading around we could you know sit on the side. I had the last reading I did um it was uh it was kind of neat, it was outdoors, and it was about two weeks ago, I believe, right, and that's right yeah, yeah, the lady he had scheduled. Ten or twelve people. Word of mouth got out. We had twenty-three people, and yeah, I ran. I, I think I worked for five hours, but it was it was sweet. It was real nice. The people the people make the difference. I mean,
0: and it was it was yeah.
1: it around. It was in the open. I did items of loved ones that passed away, et cetera. Et cetera. and uh, it was enjoyable. And I'm very comfortable doing it. That comes from confidence of doing. And that's yeah, it. I
2: almost I almost like t- talking to everybody at once more than being secluded in a little room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think people get more out of their reading too. <laughs> they remember more about it. Their yeah. friends help them remember. Their friends help them ask questions that they might not think
1: of on their own. Yeah, and if um, like with my readings, I tap in the in the personality, you know, a little bit, and. Um, you may have, you know, Aunt May sitting there tight-lipped about it, but um, her daughter's sitting next to her going, mm-hmm, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: oh, that's so her, don't listen to her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, That's fun. That's fun. Uh, it's fun for uh-huh. us, too. So as you could probably hear by what we're saying or how we're saying, it, it is, uh, it's enjoyable. And oh, yeah. we have something that's coming up. Uh, let's see. Halloween ain't that far away, really, folks. Uh, Considering being booked already until November, the month of November. But um, on Halloween week, a date that's open to everybody, it's not booked. We're going to be having our first annual free night of ghost stories and experience, along with psychic readings by myself, by me, uh, readings in and around. And something else we're going to do, too. We're going to show on the big screen TV highlights from, I guess you could say, or clips from some of the seances, okay, that we've held. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. At the the Irish legend, which was formerly the SAG's head, out in Willow Springs, uh, Capone's place that that is documented as being haunted and was even on a... And the Paranormal TV show recently was showcased and uh, almost booked there almost every weekend. Weekends, I'm not there, I'm somewhere else, but almost every weekend for private paranormal nights and public nights. And uh, this night there's not going to be no seances. It's going to be people coming in and telling her ghost stories, listening to people's ghost stories, me doing readings from the stage. Like I said, the videos of the, some of the seances. We, we may get the one from the first one at the farm, which we even have something that appeared there that we caught on photograph. Because on um, Perry State, Perry State Paranormal is with me at every location, running the videos and everything. So um, that's going to be a nice night. Will they be out night. there the
2: night of the? Will they be out there the night of the ghost story night? So they can kind of, come take the DVDs.
1: I. I believe so. Uh, you Good. know what in that even if they can't I know they need a break because like I said, we've been going we've been going every weekend and um with these events. And if they say, Yeah, we need a break it's like I totally understand. So Sure, I'm sure. Just, I'm just curious home. because you
2: know, you're sitting around the stag's head telling your personal ghost stories, which really yeah, you so may you're have connected to you spiritually those ghosts. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. what I
1: made point. I never, never even thought about that. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's going to be uh, Friday, October 29th at 8 o'clock. And if you want to stop in, if you want to have some other great food there, what I would suggest is calling and making a reservation. Okay, just just your seat. Say so you're going to have three people. Fine, we'll put they'll put you down for three people. And the night you come in, you are guaranteed to have receipts. And I'm thinking of those that reserve in advance, probably maybe the first ones to get readings. It would only be fair. Um, it's like the first one that shows up at the psychic reading, the psychic fair, they are the first ones to be read. So Perfect. what do you think? That, that's you good. Think that, yeah, that sounds fair. So Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So um, it's going to be an enjoyable night. It'll start today, last about midnight or so. There was some talk, will I run a seance afterwards or something? I don't know. Uh, that kind of needs a break from the seances, or, or I do. Sorry, using third person. But, uh, <laughs> it,
2: <laughs> you're that other guy when you're doing that, so it seems natural.
1: It's kind of uh, draining, especially week after week after week. So um, that's what we're going to be doing. We are going to have a paranormal night. It's open to the public. That will be November 27th. That's the day we have free. So we are going to have an open night. That's uh, Thanksgiving weekend. I decided on that weekend because there's going to be, you know, possibly family and friends visiting, et cetera, et cetera, kids in from college. Be a nice get-together. And uh, so that's why I chose that date. And um, so I think it will be good. And, uh we are. You talked about the blood moon. We do we have right, a paranormal night? Yeah, we do we have a paranormal night that night? Uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that filled up uh, two months you ago. you start
2: seeing your veil become thinner and thinner at that time uh-huh, as we uh-huh. you know as we lead towards silence. So your well, upcoming yeah, events the, are just gonna get more needy every uh, time.
1: Day been very. Last night, like I said, the seance ran two and a half hours and. Yeah. Everybody experienced something um, major for many, and uh, and I like when there's a dark entity in the place because it allows me to be dark also with that thing. So um, it became, yeah, yeah. You know me. <laughs>
2: you know me. <laughs> you're so transparent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, you're so the I gray don't...
2: wizard there, Ed. You know, you're not white, so you're I... not black.
1: You're great. Somebody, somebody to play with. Did I could be, you know, whatever, get them agitated, the children and that. No, you just come in and play with us, basically, let the let the building become your playground. But somebody very nasty, I mean, yeah, now we can play. So, that's how that goes. Listeners, <laughs> we only want a half hour tonight for the simple fact, I, you know, I, I'm kind of bushed, but... Um, we just wanted to have a night of, a night, of night. We haven't been here there for a while. And, that's uh, right. It was a
0: good night. Yeah, I enjoyed
2: just yeah, talking. That's great.
1: Yeah, and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for all everybody that's become friends and followers of the show. We are in our fourth year, which in itself is um, being pretty successful. We are a featured show on Blog Talk Radio. And until next time, if you become a you friend and will know when Yep, and until next time, uh, if you become a friend, you know when it'll be. I want to say thank you. Annette, thank you. I won't be calling you tonight. Um, we talked earlier, so you have a good, good week. Listeners, have a good week. And remember, your first level of spirit, guys, are the loved ones who have passed away. Don't forget them, and they won't forget you. Good night.
2: Let it be.